Hello and welcome to Still Buffering, a cross-generational guide to the culture that made us. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McElroy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. Well, is everybody ready for the new year? <laughs> um, yeah, another one. <laughs> I'm trying not to be distracted in front of Riley right now. <laughs> and I know it's not fun to describe pictures of things on a podcast, but it's pretty s- simplistic. There is a piece of paper that says love. Written in black eyeliner crayon. And then a giant egg. It's one big oval with a colored in smaller oval inside of it. I don't know what it is. And I keep looking at it and trying to figure out which one of my children did that and why. Or did Justin? (laughs) It's hard to say. (laughs) If you've introduced Justin to the equation of what this oval is, (laughs) I'm very concerned. The the love egg Um, it's a big love egg if that's an eye it's upsetting because the inside is sort of colored in as if it's a pupil but it's just the handwriting just looks cleaner than either of your children's yeah charlie's handwriting is pretty bad still (laughs) she knows (laughs) she she knows it's an area we keep working on she holds her pencil really wild it's it's because i taught her how to hold her pencil and mom taught me how to hold my pencil so Yeah. yeah, and Cooper doesn't know that you put the letters, like, one right after the other. So if you tell her how to write something, she knows how to make the letters, but then she'll just kind of put them wherever she wants All over on the paper. The paper. <laughs> it's like, well, if you put these in the right order, then yes, it would spell what you think it's going to spell, but <laughs> not. She wrote, she wrote Merry Christmas so many times. And it, was just a, it was the collection of letters that make up Merry Christmas, but all over a paper. <laughs> I like how she also uh, says she's reading, but is really just following context clues. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, I got her that book that was, I don't know, spooky underwear. And she looked at it. She's like, it's called Scary Underpants. And I'm like, well, <laughs> it's close. Did, did you read that? Yeah, I read that. It's like, oh, no. <laughs> and sometimes she'll go, like, she'll say something that she'll go, did I just read? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then she'll say it again and then cover her mouth like, <gasps> what? Like, can you believe it? Did I just, you guys. Did I just read? She's getting there. <laughs> the answer is always no. Yeah, <laughs> you did not. You didn't read. Um, she f- she fell out of bed again last night. I love your kids, and I'm so sorry that she fell. But because she wasn't hurt and because she's fine, I feel com- comfortable saying the video of her falling <laughs> is so funny. <laughs> oh, we still have like a little like monitor, video monitor in there. Um, but she is almost outgrown. But then occasionally this happens where like I'm getting in bed for the night and I hear a thump, and then I check the monitor and it's like, oh crap, she's on the floor. <laughs> well, you need a little like a little uh, little baby gate on her bed. Yeah, Justin built one. He just installed it today, so she had never done that before, and now she'd done it the last few nights. So. I mean, she's fine. I should clarify. She's she was totally fine. fine. Not even a bruise on her. Like totally fine. She slid on her back head first. I don't know how she did it backwards off the bed. I had lined the floor next to her bed with squishmallows in case this happened while Justin was building this railing. So yeah, so all is well now. (laughs) She fell on the squishmallow. Do you think she saw those squishmallows down there and just thought, well, this is a landing pad. I can do this. It is possible. She was laughing about it when I went in to get her. I said, did you fall out of bed? And she was cracking up. Yeah. <laughs> she did just climb right back up. And she, did. she thought it was funny. Um, so we're, we're ready for a new year. I'm not. 
I'm sorry. I, I'm at a weird place in life where every year I don't really know what's going to happen in terms of like where my life is going and like life changes. Like mm-hmm. I'm going to graduate college next year and also start law school and I still don't know where I'm going. Um, so like there's a whole second half of my year that's just an unknown and 2021 did kind of suck. So, like, I'm ready for that to be over. But that doesn't mean I'm ready for the new one to start. Mm. Well, I people have made the observation that 2022 also kind of sounds like 2020. As well. <laughs> uh, but I'm going to treat it as 2020, like, take two. Like, yeah. just all of that that went on in the past two years, those two years that I aged and did nothing with my life, went nowhere. I'm just going to ignore that just gonna yeah. take two <laughs> it's 2022.0 yeah 20, i was thinking 2022 deuces are wild oh, this is not what we do on our show <laughs> no, this, <laughs> that's not, that's not this our, is not our, our show <laughs> I know, did, did, I you, thought... did you get that bit in the marriage is, it, is that equally shared yeah <laughs> no i was just thinking about it like we don't know what's coming it's like a wild card it could be anything who knows yeah i've thought a lot about how I actually this didn't really hit me until today when this pandemic started I was a teenager and now we are going to the year where I'm gonna turn 22 years old mm-hmm. that's that's a long time guys <laughs> that's a long time I was still well, a teen we were still doing the old version of the show where I was a teenager <laughs> remember the time before we talked about variants and vaccines and boosters and masks and no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. It's gone. Anyway, anyways, um, I mean, I hear I think it's going to be better. There's my prediction. Oof. It's the year named after a Taylor Swift song. So it's got to be good, right? 22. Mm-hmm. It's like, she has a song 22, but this is like the year where it's all t- we're all t- we're all in 22. Yeah. You know, we're I'm also 22. I'm going to turn 22 in 2022. Oh. So, but you did turn 21 in 2021. But the yeah, Taylor this Swift song, the Taylor Swift song, 20, the Taylor Swift song, Sydney. <laughs> I mean, I'm finally going to be like, there's going to be a year of my life where I can sing that song and it's accurate. But there's also going to be about four months of my life where that song mm-hmm. will apply to the year we are in and my age. Hmm. So I'm just saying it's huge. It's huge. I, w- I wonder how they made the, the silly glasses this year. You know, like they just keep getting worse because like, they can't see through it, too. They really should have stopped after 2009. Yeah. yeah. Like then you had, to, uh, you know, even, even 2010. There, there was, yeah. Because like you could have the one between the two you big circles for your eyes. The left, yeah. Yeah. But. You <laughs> no. just, just blinded by just numbers. You can't. Not good for visibility. <laughs> You just get one eye hole. Just a zero, then just a solid twenty-two over your other eye. Just an eye maybe, patch. Yeah. Maybe we shouldn't. Maybe we should keep it real low key this year and just sort of quietly slip into twenty twenty-two and hope it doesn't notice. Yeah. Hope time doesn't notice that it has passed. Twenty twenty-two doesn't notice that we're here. <laughs> it's it's got its cards lined up. Like oh, I've got some some big surprises. I gotta outdo twenty twenty and twenty twenty-one. <laughs> Just wait, waiting to go. Just, we just know, kind of like gently open the front door with just like a very light tap. Like, hello, we're here, we're here. Don't, don't mind us. <laughs> we'll, we'll show ourselves in. Don't mind us. Don't trouble yourself. No, no popping champagne this year. Get twist no. off. <laughs> 
I will I will say one positive out of this year um, is they made last year they made that death to 2020 on Netflix mm-hmm. about like all the that mockumentary about all the horrible stuff that happened in 2020. Mm-hmm. They made another one this year. Oh. We watched it and it wasn't as funny. But I think that's be- well. No, listen. It's because there wasn't as much bad stuff. There was still a lot, uh, but there wasn't as much. Okay. So there wasn't as much for them to, you know, yeah, make jokes about. So there's at least that. That's true. I mean, when last year started off with an insurrection, that was this year. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> this year started off with an insurrection. This year started off with an insurrection like you could only go it could only get so much wilder from the from you know like if that's your sure, yeah. jumping off from point. that point can you believe that was this year no. <laughs> it's not funny it's I mean, not it's, it's no. it we're laughing but it's it's not fun it's not ha, ha, i'm also funny. i'm also crying don't worry it's a, we're, yeah <laughs> um anyways that's a given what? <laughs> so we're just in a slightly less entertaining episode of Black Mirror. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, uh, so, I know what so, you need. Anyways, um, it's still December, which means it's still time to listen to Christmas music. Yes, and uh, I wanted to talk about Kelly Clarkson, specifically the new Christmas album, but I, I really wanted to utilize that as a way to talk about Kelly Clarkson. The overall umbrella of Kelly Clarkson. Yes. Um, I would like to first note that this out we listen to the christmas album mostly mm-hmm. when christmas comes around her new christmas album yes because she has past christmas albums as right. well um somehow i think this is the first time this has ever been done in history ever and maybe the only time it ever will be done she made a divorce and christmas album in one yes and that is if that is a triumph to break up christmas album that's yeah a, it's a wild choice it is it works Right, but it's it's because uh, Adele just came out with her like breakup divorce album, which is not jolly. It's not about Christmas. <laughs> and Kelly Clarkson then has her Christmas divorce album. And it's like, well, I didn't know this could exist. There we go. I I really wish they would team up and do some sort of like mm. epic divorce ballad. Could you imagine? Oh, <laughs> no, man. I can't imagine. Then those two voices singing together, it would implode. It's too powerful. Yeah. Uh, I have, I, I'm really glad you all listened to this Christmas album because I've been obsessed with it. I saw that it had come out and I, it honestly, what caught me, because I'm usually not much for like new Christmas music. I'm just kind of like, turn on the old stuff we all know, put it on in the background. I'm I'm not like going to sing along. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's just there. It creates the ambiance. That's Mm -hmm. it. That's its job. Um, but she's wearing this gorgeous purple dress on the cover and it caught my attention. I was like, oh, Kelly, what are we wearing? Hello, oh, I Kelly. Love, I love that, Kelly. <laughs> I love this purple dress. And then I was like, well, I'll listen to Kelly's new Christmas album. I didn't What's know you were on about? a first name basis. I, she's important to me. <laughs> okay. And then, and then I became obsessed with it, especially the first track on the album caught me immediately. And I went back and listened to it again before I listened to the rest of the album and I was like oh my gosh is this like an old standard that I've just never heard it just it felt so classic and timeless and she wrote it mm-hmm. and I was just blown away yeah I mean she's a great songwriter I know I just it would I mean it I don't feel I that way I know what you mean like Christmas music doesn't always strike me that way it's like yeah. you know Christmas right <laughs> the, the theme is like 
We're happy. We get presents. We love one There's another. There's snow and it's cold and family. Yeah. And Santa. And you say some things about mythical creatures or snow or I don't Mythic- know. <laughs> Sorry? Yeah. Yeah. Mythical. You know. Elves and reindeer. Santa. Sugar plum fairies. Th- those. I think they're all maybe, I think we shouldn't just immediately discount them as mythical guys. Well, I mean, ra- reindeer are real. <laughs> <laughs> well, the flying one. Yes. Now, the flying ones, no. But how do you know? How do I know that reindeer can't fly? How do you know that there's not an alternate universe where they can? I, are and the you... veil between our two worlds is at its thinnest on Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> like Halloween. And they they appear and are now in our world for one day. I don't think that's this holiday. I think <laughs> I like I like the alternative that you're that you're positive, which is if you haven't seen an animal fly, that doesn't mean it can't. It doesn't. <laughs> I think that's a fair theory well but that is that true for all things that it, like you haven't seen me fly but do you know i can't no i don't know that you can't <laughs> this, this is an interesting logic to, through which to view the world i'm just saying if, taylor can jack fly I, I, not not that i've seen i guess no ruth might be able to fly Oh <laughs> Wait, can you imagine that? <laughs> Justin would be terrified. Flying guinea I pigs. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't have any wings. She'd just be levitating. <laughs> like levitating zooming, potato. <laughs> zooming through. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. I think that's the thing. About, that's the thing about reindeer is that they don't have wings. And so if what you're suggesting is that maybe they can fly, we've just never seen it. Well, okay. But when you see like <laughs> when you see the, the animated or like the CGI reindeer flying, they uh-huh. kind of like are doing like a gallop thing. But through the air, like that's what's propelling them. You know what I mean? Like their feet are moving, all their legs. You, <laughs> their powerful legs are you, propelling them through wait, the air. No. Do you think that if a human ran fast enough, they would lift up off the ground and just like run through the air in flight? Have you seen those pictures of like jaguars and cheetahs that run really fast and like they, they're all they're just basically flying? They don't I, fly I, though. Just saying. But There's no lift off. Could they? They're jumping just because we've never seen them. They're like Why? they're like Princess Peach in Super Mario Brothers two. Yeah, they just that's they just can... her dress. Well, no, it's just hang time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She can't fly. She just got great hang time. Yeah. So I mean, her dress just kind of. All right. So so uh, so. Anyways, Kelly Clarkson. Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> if anyone could fly, it'd be her. Uh, on the from the power of her voice. Yeah, yeah. Um, I. I watched the first season of American Idol because that's how old I am. <laughs> you wouldn't remember. You were two. I was two. You were two. Uh, and I loved Kelly Clarkson from like the first episode I saw her on. I was obsessed. I was like, oh my gosh, that little girl can sing. <laughs> <laughs> that wait, little wait, girl. Wait, wait. Yeah. You were what? Like 20? I, yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> And she was thereabouts. I was like nineteen, right? And she was yeah, like the same right. age. Mm. Yeah, uh, yeah. She's she's okay. about she's around a year older than me. Okay, <laughs> so. Okay. But she always seemed like such a little girl. Well, I think that's know? fair. When you have teenagers or like young, like early twenties, you know, young adults in those shows, they do seem very mm-hmm. young. They, and they really used to play on. I feel like on American Idol, that sort of, and maybe they still do. You know what? Honestly. 
haven't watched it in a very long time, so no. maybe this is still the theme of like somebody from not from like a big city, not from somewhere where you could have ever discovered them otherwise. Mm-hmm. Basically, like there there is this hidden talent in sort of these small towns in America mm-hmm. and we're going to find them. And then they, they all give off like this kind of aw shucks energy. Mm-hmm. Like, gee willikers, mister. Yeah. <laughs> I, can't, I can't believe I'm in the big city. <laughs> you know? And they, they all sort of like have that vibe and Kelly Clarkson very much was like the, I guess the first one, I mean, she was the first winner. So I guess sort of set that mold of like, here's this small town girl. Yeah. Well, I mean, who's living in a lonely world. <laughs> Okay. Um, isn't Carrie Underwood basically, I mean, the same kind of story? I guess, yeah. For, right? for the same vibes, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Just, just more country, whereas Kelly Clarkson, her first album was more of a country album. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she very quickly veered over into pop music and went further and further into pop music. Yeah. Um, it's wild how big that first season was. And really the first few, I feel like everybody watched it. Like, mm-hmm. that was the only thing you talked about, like, after yeah. the episode was on. Yes, everyone was obsessed with it. Um, and uh, the last, my recollection is that the final, the final battle <laughs> between, between Kelly Clarkson and Justin Guarini was very hotly contested. Like, people were very angry about, or very excited, but, like, one way or another. Like, it mm-hmm. was a huge deal. Mm-hmm. Um, can I ask, just because I was too, was there any sort of audience there was no audience voting i guess by phone didn't have yeah, cell you phones could call, could you call right yeah there was there were like codes even back then the, yeah okay there was audience vote because yeah. i remember some of i mean probably five or six years later that you could text a yes. code um but i assumed you could call i didn't know yeah you could you could okay. call and vote um for your favorite and uh and i mean it wasn't like she won but it was like by 50 something percent it Mm -hmm. wasn't like a landslide i mean she definitely won but um and then they made that weird movie oh justin to kelly yeah (laughs) what was that it was uh they made a like a movie musical that was it was very Mm grease-esque um about justin and kelly like as love interests Mm -hmm. basically I don't really. I watched it once, I think, but I don't have That's like. Wild! A firm... I didn't know that existed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then what was weird about it is that on the show you never got any sort of vibe that 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 like they had a romance. Well, I mean, you don't see much from the people on the show, like while they're on the show, other than them performing. Yeah, and then either like true. staying or getting voted off. But um, then, and maybe that was to reunite America after the <laughs> after the episode. This will heal the country. When the, when the Guarini stands were like, I can't believe he didn't win. They were like, well, let's make a movie with both of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they can sing. And they're adorable. And then I don't know what happened after that with Justin Guarini. I haven't tracked his career. I couldn't have told you that was who came in second behind Kelly Clarkson. I, I was curious, so I, I looked it up. Apparently, he's done a lot of uh, work on Broadway, and he's about to direct his first musical. And he's also oh, written wow. a book. Oh, yeah, so he's, well, he's good for him. Kept busy. Yeah, I mean, very talented. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed him. He was not Kelly Clarkson, who had my heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, the music that Kelly Clarkson started putting out when she started releasing albums. I mean, like. That first album was the, 
with the song that I assume was computer generated by American Idol AI. AI American mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. The one a moment like this. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That does not feel like a song that like a human like would create. Like in a, in a moment would feel like moved to like these are the words I must write down on paper and sing because I'm so it felt very much like this is what we would like our winner to sing. Yeah. I mean, no, that's n- fair. you know, if you like the song that's fine. Right. But it was it was not the song that made me think <laughs> I will love this woman till the day I die. Forever. <laughs> did you did you prefer Miss Independent on that album, Sid? Well, yes. <laughs> That's fair. And she was, that was one of the things too about Kelly Clarkson is that very early, like, I my assumption is that American Idol locks you into a lot of stuff. Like if you win, you've sort of like, you owe them now mm-hmm. forever and always. And so uh, she took great pains early on to start pushing away from American Idol and from the image that they had sort of helped her craft and mm-hmm. like towards her own stuff. Yeah. Well, for a while they did that tour, right? I don't know if oh, it was yeah. in the first few, but I know there were several seasons where it was like both previous winners and like some of the last final few from the current season go mm-hmm. on tour and like sing together, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I only remember that because the one season that stands out in my mind was the one with Haley Reinhardt and, uh, Oh, there was a boy with curly hair that I also liked. Casey. Casey something. Because he played the bass. Yes. And he goes by Casey Basie. Yes. Yes. The two of them. Neither of them won that season. I couldn't even tell you who won that season. But I remember both of them. And I remember they went on a tour afterwards with the American Idol crew. And I was like, oh my gosh. They were really good. I thought Casey was really cute with his bass. Mm-hmm. I liked him. And she was, a, Haley is a great singer. Now she sings in that gum commercial. What? That extra commercial? <laughs> she does the wow. cover of Can't Help Can't Help Falling in Love that's on that oh, extra I didn't commercial. That. Yeah. Okay. It's great, but it's her. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. Well, um before you can tell us who sings on more gum commercials, <laughs> Shut up. um I'm assuming you have some more info on that, but first let's check the group message. Uh so a new year is coming. And we don't know what's in store. Will we be working from home? Will we be working at work? Who knows? Uh, and we're going to need pants. And we need comfortable <laughs> pants. <laughs> because I I can't tell you, uh, there's nothing worse than coming home from a long day at work and think, and all you can think the whole time is, I can't wait to get home and get these pants off because they're so uncomfortable. But that does not need to be your problem anymore because of Beta Brand. Beta Brand dress pant yoga pants are designed with the fit and flexibility of yoga pants, but they're professional dress pants. So nobody knows how comfortable you are. Only you know. It's your little secret. Why are you in such a good mood? Aren't you uncomfortable in your work clothes? Nope, not me, because I've got Beta Brand. They're made of wrinkle-resistant stretch-knit fabric. They look good all day. So no matter what you have, no matter how busy your day is, how many different places you've got to get to, um, they've got you covered through work, through after-work fun times, home with the kids and the family, whatever. There's a ton of different styles to choose from, straight legs, skinny, joggers. Uh, they've got all kinds of colors and patterns, whether you just need something basic like black pants that go with any old top or something like stripes or houndstooth. Uh, Beta brand dress pant yoga pants have you covered. So, Taylor, if our listeners want to get these pants, what should they do? Well, right now, our listeners can get 30% off their Beta brand orders when you go to betabrand.com slash buffering. That's B-E-T-A-B-R-A-N-D dot com slash buffering for 30% off your order for a limited time. And when you use our special URL, you're supporting our show, too. 
Find out why people are ditching typical work pants for Beta Brand's dress pant yoga pants at betabrand.com slash buffering for 30% off. So, you know, time for a new year, new me, resolutions, plans for the new year, all that kind of stuff. Uh, For me, one of the things I always say I'm going to prioritize every year is um, making the most of my time, being more efficient in my my day, waking Mm -hmm. up earlier, getting more done. Um, But one of the things that always takes so much time out of my week that I also don't really enjoy doing that much is going and shopping for groceries. There's lots of people, especially now. I don't like being around that many people. It takes time. I got to put energy into unloading them, all that kind of stuff. Um, But Imperfect Foods makes it easier for you to get intentionally sourced groceries delivered right to your door with just a few clicks. Make it so you can stay inside, stay safe, or, you know, just have time to do other things, not to put into getting groceries. Imperfect Foods is a grocery delivery service offering an entire line of sustainable groceries that taste delicious and reduce waste. And also, it's super easy to use. All you have to do is visit imperfectfoods.com to see if they deliver in your area. And once you sign up, you can personalize your weekly grocery order with fresh seasonal produce, pantry staples, and yummy snacks. Uh, And I can attest to that. They have very many uh, yummy snacks. In addition to the great produce and stuff like that, you can get fresh uh, right to your door. I know one of my personal favorites is they have little chocolate mint cookies. Oh, Um, they're so good. They're so good. Uh, and they're right from Imperfect Foods. They have lots of different options. You can choose what you want and get it right to your door. Uh, and you can say goodbye to packaging guilt because Imperfect Foods is the only national grocery delivery company that makes it easy to return your packaging after every order. So you can feel good about getting stuff delivered to your door. You have more time for yourself. And uh, you're getting some great, great fresh produce and great yummy snacks. So, Tay, if our listeners want to check out Imperfect Foods, what should they do? Well, right now, Imperfect Foods is offering our listeners 20% off your first four orders when you go to imperfectfoods.com and use promo code BUFFERING. Again, 20% off your first four orders. That's up to an $80 value at imperfectfoods.com. Offer code when you use promo code BUFFERING. Imperfectfoods.com and use BUFFERING. Um, so, moving on from um, gum commercials. Uh, one of the... <laughs> wow, okay. Brushed right past it. That's fine. One of the other... Did you um, have more? Sorry. No, I actually didn't. You I didn't? don't know of any other gum commercial. Oh. Okay. That one's cute because you know the one I'm talking about. It's the the couple that he starts drawing little pictures on the extra gum wrappers oh, from like their yeah, first date, yeah. and then I when he that. proposes to her, he like lines them all up in like a little exhibit along the walls. And the last one is a drawing on a gum wrapper of him proposing, and she turns around and he, and it's her singing "Can't Help Falling in Love" mm. in the background. This Beautiful. this made a real impact on you. It oh. it did. I couldn't even tell you when this commercial was from, when I saw it. I think I've probably only seen it like maybe twice, but I remember it. But right. lasting. It was lasting. Right. Just like the flavor of, of extra, extra gum. That's <laughs> <laughs> a sponsor. We just really like it. Love that gum. I love that gum. I actually can't stand any gum, but that's a... Okay. <laughs> just saying. Let's like get gum. into your feelings about gum. <laughs> I don't want to talk about gum. I'm going to talk about Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> talk about Kelly Clarkson. Um, one of the things I liked about Kelly Clarkson, and this has been true to her career, is that she just says exactly how she feels about things. Mm-hmm. Um, like uh, in that to just to Justin from Kelly from Justin to Ke- whatever that movie was, <laughs> that bad movie. <laughs> Um, and I say I say bad. You might love it, and I, I'm not saying that I think it's bad. Sydney it loves was not too. So yeah, exactly. It was not critically received well, <laughs> um, and she didn't like it. She said, "I just did it basically because they made me." <laughs> it was like a contractual obligation. Yep. I just had to do that movie. So 
yeah, I don't like it. And she would say things like that. She used his profanity in interviews and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and like basically all of the sort of rules of like, well, now you're really trying to, you know, brand yourself and make a name for yourself and you really don't want to step on any toes and anything. And she just never seemed to care. I, just, I wanted you to know you're not alone. I looked up this movie to see what it was actually called. It does have a 9% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> so single digits. <laughs> um, but, uh, but Kelly Clarkson has consistently been making amazing music. Um, yes. Uh, Since You've Been Gone is a great song. Oh, great song. Remember that song? That was, wasn't that your ringtone for a while? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> that was a great song. Um, I used to love uh, My Life Would Suck Without You. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Um, Breakaway was pretty good back in the day. Mm-hmm. That was one of her first. Uh, and Behind These Hazel Eyes, just like song oh, after man. song. Yeah. I right? didn't realize that was Kelly Clarkson. I love yeah. that song. She uh, also did, um, and this was something I hadn't until I was reading back through all the stuff. I was reading back through all the stuff she's done and thinking about how amazing she is. Uh, the song from Love Actually, The Trouble With Love Is. Mm-hmm. That's her. Wow, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. That's a great song, right? Man, those songs, that was like right there in like the early to late like 2000s to like big early 2010s when mm-hmm. all that music came out and I was first listening to music. Man, those songs... That brings back memories. <laughs> it's of an era of Kelly Clarkson. Yeah, I and I mean, it takes a lot, you know, to have that kind of staying pow- power in like the music industry, and mm-hmm. to consistently like every album. There were at least a few songs on there that were instant hits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, even if the whole album wasn't necessarily, yeah. Uh, especially ma- making that, which I mean, I know what you're going to compare it to, but that migration from country to pop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wonder who else has who else has done that. I can't think of anybody. Certainly that we haven't discussed Shania. many times. Shania, <laughs> there you go. Like Shania. <laughs> um, but uh, this this particular album, I didn't realize when I first started listening to it that it was going to be about divorce. Mm-hmm. I you don't I, expect well, that from a Christmas album. That's a, yeah. No, it's <laughs> a fair assumption. Um, and it's not, and I say very specifically, it doesn't feel like uh, a, a breakup album. It's not, and what, and I'm making a distinction here. It, it really, I felt very, um, I, it really spoke to me because it felt like the ending of a grown up relationship with a lot of repercussions. The way that, and that doesn't have to be a divorce, certainly. You don't have to be married to have that. But it didn't just feel like I'm sad because we broke up. It felt, mm-hmm. it feels so much deeper than that. Like a loss of a future together that had been counted on and planned for and assumed in the way that like breakup songs don't always feel that way. Mm-hmm. You know, breakup songs are more about this is sad. I thought we had something and we didn't. Whereas this is more about, we had a future we had a like we had it all and then i realized we didn't mm-hmm. and like i don't know it feels more devastating yeah but 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 it, it is interspersed with classic christmas songs and i do yes. think i almost i almost wish it had just been full concept christmas divorce album because going from like you know that the, the merry christmas to the one i used to know which i'm sure you want to talk about but then straight to like rocking around the christmas tree yeah it's, 
just very, like, oh, I'm, I have so many complex feelings. This is such a sad, nuanced idea she's expressing. Oh, I, I know this song. It, it is really weird. And I found myself on re-listening, uh, just skipping all of the classic Christmas songs. Yeah. Just she get, does a great job with them. But yeah. Yeah. Just, just so I could listen to the songs she wrote. Because I find those songs so, like, captivating. And the other ones are like... You know, Santa Baby, like right. <laughs> they're Great fine. Version of Santa Baby, but yes, and they're fine, and I'm not. There's nothing wrong with them. It's just not, yeah, the same. <laughs> I gotta say, Christmas isn't canceled. Just you is a bop, right? It is a bop. You told me it was, and I was like, okay, Sid. But then I listened to it, and I was like, okay, okay, <laughs> yeah, it is. But- I love a song that's like super upbeat, but has a really kind of mean, nasty message. Yes. Because mm-hmm. this being like, you ruined so many things that I love, but you won't ruin Christmas. I've got backup singers. <laughs> like, that is, great. yeah. That is my favorite genre of breakup song is just like sarcastic and a little bit bitter and a little bit mean, but also very upbeat and catchy. Mm-hmm. But this is that and also Christmas. <laughs> and also Christmas. Like there's sleigh bells. <laughs> I think it really is. I saw that title. That was one of the things that really snagged me too. I saw that title. I was like, what is this? Yep. <laughs> like, okay. Like, yes. Can, can you imagine her just looking at her ex-husband? Just like you're canceled. Not just like we're, we're over, like our relationship's over. Like that's all gone. You're canceled. You're canceled <laughs> this year. Christmas is going to be great. I drink just enough to let us go. Yeah. <laughs> I love that one. I drink just enough. She's not advocating getting drunk. Right. She's just no. saying just enough, just enough to However let us much go. you need <laughs> to now, get divorced. What is just enough? I don't know, but <laughs> it's a, the divorce amount. Well, because that line's paired with "I'm going to shop too much" and then "I'm going to drink just enough." I'm like, I think the original draft was like, "I'm going to drink too much," and like someone was like, "I don't know about that." Workshop this a bit. Yeah, <laughs> but see, I. You know, I don't, I don't think I'm not going to say like, yeah, I think that's probably what it was. But I do think that there was probably some version of that line about drinking. And somebody was like, Kelly, you're still Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> like, are you sure? And she's like, it's still a Christmas song, Kelly. Yeah. F it. <laughs> yeah. Um, the first song on the album, like I said, I think is absolutely beautiful and very timeless. It felt like I said, when I first heard it, I thought it was some sort of classic song that I just wasn't familiar with, mm-hmm. you know, cause sometimes you find those on a Christmas album, like, oh my gosh, where did this song come from? It's been around for a decade or two decades or whatever. And you just didn't know. Mm-hmm. Um, it felt very classic and it's, it's new. Um, but it's beautiful. And yeah, the one, uh, Merry Christmas is the one I used to know, which is again, just this. A very lovely idea of like, I don't this Christmas. I don't miss you. I I miss who you were when I met you, and that memory I miss. But I don't actually miss you, the person, because you're not the one. Yeah, you're, that's not who it is. The person who I love is gone forever, basically. Yeah, <laughs> well, <laughs> which yeah. is all very Christmas. Yeah, you know. <laughs> When you think about it, though, talking about heartbreak and sadness around Christmas and making it into one, like, idea isn't actually that wild. Because, like, when it's Christmas time, like, you want to be around, like, people you love and, you know, you want to be around your family and everything. And and if you've just been through a divorce or a breakup or whatever, or, like, you're single and you aren't with anyone, like, that idea of, like, wanting things that were from before or, like, wanting what other people have or whatever, like, 
That makes sense. I feel mm-hmm. like the yeah. holidays in general, like the winter time, is a very nostalgic time for for yeah love. love. It is. It it the that sort of bittersweet thing fits yeah. very well into the Christmas aesthetic. Yeah. Um, I think it is rare that you see an album lean into it, which I'm assuming <laughs> I, I'm assuming is why you have Jingle Bell Rock and Last Christmas I mean, and all we that have, on yeah, there. But Last Christmas also is like a breakup Christmas song. Yeah. It is, but it's not sad. Like It's it, a little sad. You think, I mean, but like when you hear it and like, especially like, does it make you sad to hear it? I know that what they're saying is sad, but like. It's just so well, sort of like. Da, 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 have you heard like, the Glee version? <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a song you're sort of making up on the spot. It doesn't sound what? like I'm sad. It sounds like I don't know, whatever. But it's it's not a sad <laughs> song. It's like last year you broke my heart. This year I got somebody else. Yeah, well that's yeah. true. Yeah. But yeah, it's a revenge I, I, song. <laughs> there you go. But even as a revenge song, it's not particularly intense. It's not intense yeah. revenge. It's not angry. It's, it's, not very like committed. A, it's a very matter of fact. Like, yeah. okay. here are some things that happened, and I sang a song about it. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's, that's basically that's how last Christmas it goes. Uh, it is not. I, I'm revealing that it's not one of my favorite Christmas songs. Now I can tell. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that other songs on it, the the Ariana Grande song. The one she does oh, with yeah. Ariana Grande, Santa, can oh, you yeah. hear, can't you hear me? That's I a good one. I love them together. That, yeah, but they're they, really good. They don't ever clarify what it is that they want. They say w- what they don't want a lot, <laughs> and I know they don't have it, but they don't say what it is. You know, you make a good point. That's really true. <laughs> I, I, I thought there was going to be some resolution. <laughs> um, I think uh, the the other one that I that I really liked was um. Oh, what was it? Christmas come early. I felt like that was uh, sort of something we could all relate to. When it was just like, we just need Christmas now. Yeah. Like, I just can't anymore. Just just go ahead and bring Christmas on to right. something. Just something different, something new. How is this year still happening? Yeah. <laughs> I felt like that was very relatable. <laughs> Especially this year. Mm-hmm. I, felt, yeah. I felt like that was... Um, I didn't... I don't think... And again, this is not me throwing shade at Kelly Clarkson because I absolutely love her. But uh, naming a song I want for Christmas is you <laughs> is a is a wild move. That's a big yeah. choice. I and it's not that song. It's not yeah. that one. I'm wondering how she how'd she do that. I don't know. How'd she le- like legally copyright wise? How'd she do that? I get maybe you can name a song the same thing. I just seem. I don't know. Yes, I'm sure you can name songs the same thing, but it just seems like with a song like Mariah Carey's "All I Want for Christmas Is You," that seems like one of those titles that's like locked down. That is Mariah's. That will always be Mariah's. It's no one else's. The audacity is. is, I kind of love it. Like that's you. Okay, (laughs) that's what you want to as a reference point. Yeah, Mariah Carey singing, like the most iconic modern Christmas song of all time. Yes. Well, also, it's very like lyrically, it it's it's making the same points yep. as mm-hmm. the original. It is. It's not like oh, yeah, same name, but completely different songs. Like no, no, no. It's it's, it's very close. It's yeah. I mean, it is lyrically. It's very. I mean, it's not the same words and it's not the same tune, but it's very much the same feel. Mm-hmm. Here's all the um, stuff I don't want. I want you. Yeah, and, and it's not. 
you know, for all the songs on here that I would argue should become Christmas classics, that they're that good. Um, Christmas isn't canceled. Just you should be. It's amazing. And Merry Christmas Baby should be. But I would not argue that this outpaces Mariah's All I Want for Christmas is You. Yeah. I certainly wouldn't make that case. It it has its own loveliness. It's not the same. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I thought that was very strange because Charlie saw that on the track list and it was like, oh, that one. And I was like, oh, it's not. That's not going to be that. It's Mm -hmm. not what you think. If there's, there's, I want to know the discussion that went on for that to happen, or if there was something there. Like, did she want to put the original on the album, and for some reason she wasn't allowed? So it was just like, fine. There had to. I mean, I would love to hear her sing it. I'm sure she could tear it up. There had to have been someone in the room who was like, "Are you sure? Are you (laughs) sure this is the name you want to go with?" But this, this is part of why I love Kelly Clarkson is because I feel like she went, "Yes, I am." Mm moving on yeah next i mean i just i get that vibe from her and i really love that it's powerful it's irreverent and it's it's very unique and she gives me strength Mm -hmm. (laughs) i used to turn on uh her song heartbeat song (laughs) Mm -hmm. anytime i was feeling down that was the song (laughs) that would pick me back up you know um, yeah i i do love <laughs> no <laughs> i do love her and ariana grande together on that song um but i do think it it is i will say it's hard i think for probably anyone to write a christmas song that is good enough to fit into that like new canon of christmas songs like mm-hmm. you got to do a lot to get up there in like the same level of like christmas notoriety is like all i want for christmas is you but she has several that do I don't think the one with Ariana Grande is one of them. No. Because Ariana Grande on her own wrote a great new pop Christmas song. Yes. Kelly Clarkson on her own has written many new great pop songs. Their voices together, amazing. But Kelly I, Clarkson's cover of Ariana Grande's uh, Seven Rings. Oh my god! On her show. Check that out if you have Oh man. Yeah, that is really good. And Kelly Clarkson has a TV show now, in yeah. case you weren't familiar. Just called Kelly? Is that it? I think I, you know, as much as I love Kelly Clarkson, I don't watch her TV show. I just want to hear her sing. I mean, I, I, and I enjoy her as a human on earth. I'm glad she is on earth Yeah, (laughs) and I can enjoy her presence and her beautiful voice, but I don't, I don't, I don't watch a lot of daytime talk shows. (laughs) Yeah. There's some song and it comes on. I have like a upbeat, positive running mix that I put on sometimes. And it's a lot of like diva pop music and uh, it, it'll like auto suggest stuff once it runs out of my original playlist and anyway there's a song she did i didn't know what it was for uh called broken and beautiful which is like oh this is a really great song it's really inspirational it's from the ugly dolls yep. movie <laughs> yeah yep. uh, I was like, oh wow what, what, what album is oh it's it's from a kid's movie all right taylor Char- charlie yeah. and cooper loved that they uh they loved that movie and when i was playing this christmas album charlie actually said is that the girl from ugly dolls <laughs> Like she could tell right away. I was like, "Yes, this is the girl from Ugly Dolls." <laughs> when that song like came out, that movie came out. That song will be on at my gym constantly. Mm-hmm. But like, it's also we had the TVs everywhere. So like, if there was a music video, sometimes it would play like little scenes from the music video as it played the song. And I just remember constantly looking up from the treadmill and just seeing like the little Ugly Dolls up there dancing every once in a while while Kelly Clarkson was singing. Um, it's very good. But yeah, that is a. Uh, that is from that movie mm-hmm. it's a great song though yeah well i just uh i appreciate you both listening to this 
Christmas album. <laughs> of course. Um, I really, I, I, I will probably continue to listen to not again, not her covers of classic Christmas songs, but like her new ones. I'll probably still be listening to those. I need to just condense those into a playlist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I will say that the listening to Christmas music after Christmas, I thought was going to be a bummer, but those songs are different enough that I was like, oh, this is fine. Yeah. 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 Well, thank you. I, I really appreciate you both listening to them. Of course. Thank you. Tay, what's next? Um, I thought uh, I'm going to bring some classic anime to the table. I thought we, we could all watch Akira together. Oh, I've never seen Ooh. that. It's a seminal movie. Uh, yeah. All right. Now, what does Kelly Clarkson do in this movie? Uh, the same song. <laughs> oh, okay, <yes>. excellent. <laughs> All right. Well, we will watch Akira for next week, and um, thank you, listeners. If, if you haven't heard of this talented young lady, Kelly Clarkson, <laughs> <laughs> please check her out. Um, what have you been doing what, for twenty yeah. years? <laughs> uh, the Justin Guarini fans just—they won't listen. <laughs> there you go. They refuse. <laughs> they still stand. Uh, Thank you to Maximum Fun. You should go to MaximumFun.org and check out all the great podcasts there. You can tweet at us at StillBuff. You can email us at StillBuffering at MaximumFun.org. And thank you to the novellas for our theme song, Baby Change Your Mind. This has been your cross-generational guide to the culture that made us. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McElroy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. I am still buffering. And, and I, I am too. too. See you next year. Hi, I'm Annabelle Gerwich. And I'm Laura House. And we're the hosts of Tiny Victories. My tiny victory is that I sewed that button back on the day after it broke. We talk about that little thing that you did that's a big deal to you, but nobody else cares. Did you get that Guggenheim Genius Award? We don't want to hear from you. We want little bitty tiny victories. My tiny victory is a tattoo that I added onto this past weekend. Let's talk about it. My victory is that I'm one year cancer free, but my tiny victory is that I took all of the cushions off the couch, pounded them out, put them back, And it looks so great. So if you're like us and you want to celebrate the tiny achievements of ordinary people, listen to Tiny Victories. It's on every Monday on Maximum Fun. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.